All right, Jag Tana of I Mother Earth is on the phone, and uh, I Mother Earth are out with a new single called Blossom. First off, hi, Jag. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, taking the time to talk to me. Oh, this is a real pleasure. I'm such a fan, and you guys always, uh, you always keep everybody kind of uh, off balance, I think. Or uh, just waiting. Or just waiting. <laughs> well, listen. It takes forever to do anything. Eh? You know, you came back a couple of years ago, and you made it pretty clear that the band were not into uh, the idea of releasing albums, at least yeah. in the short term. So yeah. instead, we got a killer song with We Got the Love, and yeah. then earlier this year, we got The Devil's Engine, yeah. and now a brand new song called Blossom. Yeah, and I have to say it's perhaps the most straight ahead of the three songs since your comeback that you've released. This is a pretty straight up rock song. Uh, <laughs> it's when it's I, actually when, one of the most simplest songs we've uh, we've ever done, actually. Yeah, that's what Going I thought. Going back to something like Another Sunday or something like that, you know, like uh, it's it's similar in in that way where it's just I'm just going to go with it and hopefully, you know, either you're going to have different people who are like they want to hear long crazy jams and this and that, and then. You, you got to remember that we also have a, like a crazy sing-along pop element to us as well. So we can kind of get away with both, but you never know how people are going to feel, you know, at any given moment. So we just put it out and go, okay, well, I know I'm running another one. The next one's sick. So okay. it's like twisted and weird. So, so let's let's talk about this song, Blossom. Walk me through where did this song come from and what's it about? And, and give me sort of a story of the evolution of this song in the studio and, and putting it out. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird, but like, I mean, I've had this riff for a really long time, but it's, it's the thing that draw, kind of draws me to it is that it's really repetitive over and over, and it's not something that we normally do, but I just loved it so much, and I think I've had this, the riff all the way back to like, oh my God, was it Blue, Green, Orange or something like that? I don't know. I just, I've always played this riff and loved it, hmm. but then we're at a point now where we just go, well, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to do it. it. It didn't come together back then because I just didn't have any more parts to go with it. And now I just said, you know, forget it, and just started writing it and letting it happen like we would normally do it, not overthinking it. And uh, it just came out, and I always had the melody in my mind, and then I just sort of put it down, and my brother wrote, Wait, like, it's the normal thing. You know, uh, Chris came up here to the, the studio, we just, we bashed it out kind of in an afternoon. Brian flew in, did the vocals in a couple hours, and then they just leave me alone to kind of do the rest, and... I always hope at the end, I God, I hope they like it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people still kind of think that, uh, you know, the guys in the group all get together in the studio and they hang out from the song, wish. from the song's inception to its completion, yeah. and that's not really the way it works, you know? Well, you always have somebody driving it, right? And it doesn't matter who it is. Like, I never really cared who it was. It just so happened that it kind of it fell on me at whatever time I was supposed to do it. I don't know. And uh, it's just, it's easier sometimes when there's left cooks in the kitchen, that kind of thing. But nothing, like I've always said this before, nothing I do, I would go against everybody else's sort of wishes. Like I would never take us in a direction that makes anybody uncomfortable. Chris would never write lyrics that make somebody uncomfortable. You know, like we try and keep it, have a real good, um, not that it's a democracy. I wouldn't say that, but it's, it's more like uh, we're well aware of each other's feelings on music and, and what we would feel comfortable playing. So it still works. It's totally bizarre how we work, but for now, it's what we have. I wish we were all together all the time and playing. Oh, I but bet. It, it's unfortunately, it's like it's it's hard. We're scattered all over the place. So. Um, tell me, you, you mentioned the fact that this riff is is old, decades old. 
how much how much stuff do you have stored away that you can draw from from <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of curious I think I think some of your fans the people that really appreciate your guitar playing and your ideas would be kind of curious about how much you got put away well it, it's funny cuz i i'm not as prolific as as maybe i should be okay. or as maybe what people might expect but um i throw out so much music into the garbage quicker than maybe i should but uh um, it, I don't know. I, we have quite a bit. I, I've, I've been discovering little cassettes lying around of stuff that we actually recorded. Uh, we went pretty deep on, but it just never made it anywhere past a certain point. And I listen to it now and I go, wow, it would be easy enough for me to, to update this into how I feel about music now because the song itself, the structure is still really strong. So we have a lot of this stuff lying around, but sometimes I feel cheap by going, well, this is an old song. I had nothing else to write, so this is what I'm giving people i feel really kind of dirty and bad if doing that you, but a riff is just a riff like something i'd play in rehearsal and then we never record or do anything with okay. i'm okay with that but, uh, uh you know. and since your comeback you've been producing your own singles has, has there really been any thought about maybe going back to those days when you were uh collaborating with some high profile producers when you had bottrell and and mike clink and all that stuff at all any thought to that at all yeah no never Never, not at all, because even when I go back to those records and I think about how they were made, I kind of, I, I know what I was drawing from. And what it ended up is, is a lot of the people we ended up working with just became really cool sounding boards and friends, but uh, my head is kind of stuck in where it wants to go, and it's it's difficult to push me off of that. Yeah. So even our, my relationship with all of those people, as great as they are, and as much as I respect them for sure, um, it, it's my own shortcoming that like I'm... I'm I'm not as open as I should be back then. I'm a lot more open now, but I, I find that we're having more fun when it's just my brother shows up, we cut drums, well, you know, we, we cut some vocals. Like, there's no pressure on us yeah. with anybody. So I don't know. I like it. I'm open to probably working with probably a wicked musician more than a producer. Okay. That's interesting. That's intriguing. So Only because maybe it would open me up musically. Not, I haven't found, like, producers don't open you up so much musically. They just get you to think twice about what you're about to, okay. what you're about to put down. Okay. You know? But I've loved everyone we've worked with, for sure. Um, you've had a pretty busy year. Uh, you've been out touring, playing a lot of shows. I guess I, I heard, yep. I, I read at least that uh, Halloween show that was planned for this weekend uh, is unfortunately not going to happen. And you sounded like you were kind of psyched and disappointed that it wasn't going to happen. Tell me about this place. No, we were really excited. Just We love playing, right? And it was close. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. Uh, and the setup is going to be great. But I, I guess there's something about the guy not being able to, some about permits and all that kind of stuff, because it's in a weird location, apparently. So I don't know. I, I, I never ask any questions. I'm like, we play on this date. I just put it in the calendar and, and ask when rehearsal is. <laughs> I try not to ask too many details because I don't like to get hope my expectations way up or or think badly about a gig. I'm like, I'll just show up and hope for the best, you know, try and keep it positive for myself. I got it. So what's And then yeah, and as long as my 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 equipment shows up and it's there, I'm a happy guy. I don't care where I'm playing. <laughs> show yeah. show me to the stage. That's I kind of it. I used to when when we used to travel around in a big stupid bus, you know, it, I, I'd sleep or I'd just relax watching movies until someone said, "Oh, you're on like five minutes." I'm like, oh, okay, I'll put some shoes on, you know, and then we just go play, and I go right to the back of the bus watching movies, you know, eating M and M's, and I don't know. You make me laugh. <laughs> it's uh, true. Though. I'm I'm the worst rock guy, you know. I don't know. I'm horrible at it. 
So. All right. So what's next for you guys? More songs. Actually, we're going to start cutting another one. Um, I'm hoping we we start to map it out next next week. I think. Oh wow! Because I got another one that's already written. So uh, and it's a, this crazy riff that I've had forever. I'm like, okay, I, we got to do some of this. And uh, we've got, I don't know, it's ready to rock. So I told my brother, let's let's start tracking. Well, so. fantastic. Jag Tana on the phone with us, guitar player and, and uh, idiot savant. I don't know what to call yeah, you. I, hey, I like that. <laughs> my mother calls me that, but without the savant, you know? <laughs> Jag, great talking to you again. <laughs> okay. Cheers. Thank you.